reunited and it feels so good. We I are missed you. Back. I missed you. And I I'm excited about these two episodes that we're filming today. I am too. And I actually realized something that we every podcast does and we don't do it. Do you know what it is? Uh, probably a lot of things. But what specifically? We never say our names. Ever. Like, we're never like, hey, guys, it's Sam. Hey, guys, it's Haley. We never do that. And every... I was listening to podcasts this weekend. And it was or last weekend. And it was like, oh, yeah, coming at you. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like episode, like, a thousand for them. And they're still doing it. And I was like, yeah. should we be introducing ourselves? Yeah, probably. Probably, right? What a, what a couple of ding-dongs we are. <laughs> There's a couple of ding-dongs here. In the plus size section. I don't know which intro I'm going to use, so you may hear that. Um, I feel like we should right. just do our government names. Let's I, just do our government names. Yeah, I don't think we need the usernames. Right. Right? They'll find yeah. us. Okay, one four teeth down, and this is Sam. I've got all the teeth that I had in the last episode. This is Haley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good to be back. It's so good to be back. All right. Classic fashion. Haley, what were your highs and lows this week? Uh, let's see. My highs would be obviously back recording with you. That's the highlight of the week. I'm trying to think of... I had an... Oh, I had another one. I entered a little pinball tournament with my husband on Saturday just for funsies. My first tournament ever. I don't play pinball. And I got fourth place in the women's division. Flag. And I got a trophy <laughs> and my husband did not. <laughs> he was so happy for me, though. Like, oh, he's good. competitive, but not whenever I'm competing, too. He was like my little cheerleader. It was adorable. Precious. Mm-hmm. And he was what like a champion. He was like trying to trash talk because he knew the other girls that were playing because they're in the league with him as well. And I was like, will you stop that? Like, be nice. I'm afraid. (laughs) But it was a lot of fun. And my lows. I am back at work this week. Fun, fun, fun. No longer getting paid to not work. So that sucks. That sucks. You know, I'm a little constipated again. I ran out of my cereal. (laughs) This is like an every other episode thing at this point. So y'all just got to deal yeah. <laughs> you fall in love with us as we are, and right now Haley is a little constipated, a little yep. plucked out. <laughs> I feel like a hundred years old because I'm like, I ran out of my fiber one cereal. Oh, what about you? Um, I had a really good like so I'm trying to think of like the last week. I would say my highs we're just, I finished um, a project with a client that went really well. And I did a lot of distance Reiki sessions this week, which were amazing. Thank you, everybody. Um, did a couple readings, which were chef's kiss. Can't, I don't, 
I, I can't choose between the two, like which one I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm like falling, I'm falling in love with distance Reiki. Normally I've only done like in-person Reiki. Um, so, but I'm starting to fall in love with distance Reiki. So that's been a new high for me this week. Um, it's just all the love and the universe really coming through for me. Um, with my little, my little spiritual business. Um, and then I'm trying to think of a low. I don't really have a low this week, honestly. Like, it's been, I guess, like, learning to eat again has kind of sucked. Um, because, like, my teeth are still healing and I have, like, teeth anxiety. So I'm just, like, worried about them constantly. And I'll go to, like, I was eating ice cream, like, mm-hmm. actual ice cream. And it was like, I took a bite of it and like something hit my tooth the wrong way. And so now I'm just like, they're hypersensitive. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's making me big sad. But other than that, it's been a really, other than the whole like teeth debacle, I was sad, Sam, because of the pain medicine, but I haven't taken it. And now it's like out of my system, I think, because I think it's been like 12 days. So it's finally like getting out. Nice. Um, so I'm back to being normal. Um. But yeah, other than like my teeth, it's been a really good little break we've had here. Awesome. I'm glad you're doing so well after after that. You didn't even look like you bruised that bad. No, just like in the corner right here mm-hmm. where they took. So I'm actually five teeth down. Um, they took my four wisdom teeth and then I lost another tooth. Um, don't do drugs, children. So they went ahead and took that tooth. Um which is making me, that's like the sad part because it's like you only have like so many teeth that you on that side that you use for like eating, like chewing. Right. And I lost one of like my major ones. So yeah. I'm a I'm a right side only chewer now. I bet that's weird too. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird, it's a weird like adjustment. And now I'm like hyper scared about my teeth and anxious because I'm like, I don't want to lose any more teeth. Um yeah. So, yeah, but it's been good. I think you were on a good break. I was on like a recovery. I wish it had been a funner break, but I think we had a good time there where we were mm-hmm. both just able to like focus on what we were going through and the podcast was just vibing, which was yep. nice. I think we both actually rested too, which is huge yeah. for both of us. Yes, cogs. We like to active rest as in work on things that we don't get paid to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. But we did. We were sure. away. I'm so proud of us. Look at this. We know us. Who are we? Who would have thought? Oh. Um I have a I have another high. Well, it's actually a group high because I know yesterday we hit a thousand listens. I checked again yeah. today and we're all we were almost to eleven hundred this morning. We need a soundboard like the judges. Yes, we need a soundboard. That was so good. Eventually, eventually. Um, yes, thank you everyone that listens and has followed us and subscribed and just going back like and remembering the numbers that we had earlier in the early episodes on like on TikTok yeah. and Instagram and on even on YouTube. Like, who are we with twenty subscribers? Like, hello. I know. We're obsessed with you. I, I'm so obsessed. And like our community is so active 
And I'm just like, yes, look at us. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Um, look at us. All the plus size support baddies coming in. I'm obsessed with it. Me too. And we've been getting such loving comments, which makes it like so worth it. Yeah, we have gotten a lot more like yeah. loving comments than hate. We did get one earlier, but Boo. that's okay. I told him to suck a tailpipe. So yeah, we'll just file it for the next comment section. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really yeah, has gotten fine. a lot better, which is yeah. very good. Absolutely. So this episode, we are doing our ADHD experiences. Yeah, 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 yeah. Haley and I both are neurodivergent, and according to our following base, so are you guys. So we were wait, are they really? A lot of them are, yeah. Nice. So it's like, this this episode is for you, <laughs> for the neurodivergent people. We are opening up and sharing our history, our diagnosis histories, how it affects us, um, some cute stories about it and yeah just sharing how life what life is like with a brain that doesn't think the way everybody else does and i like Haley to go first in all these things so i'm gonna let Haley go i don't think so partner i've talked about mine pretty extensively i think it's your turn to open up first be the little beautiful lotus all right, hold on. Hold on, everybody. Wine soup. Go, 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 go. <laughs> I have a different glass, so maybe we won't get tagged. Like, this is a wine. Look at this cool glass I got from my awesome friends at their awesome wedding. I can't believe that yeah. you get tagged for drinking. Like, it's not like it's a, yeah. a clearly labeled beer or like you're taking shots or something. That's very silly. Yeah. The two... um there was like two videos I posted with Mr. Bones in the back. That's why he's not back there. Because they did terrible. They did terrible. And I don't know if like TikTok was like, there's a body back there. <laughs> no. Like, I'm so thinking like, about all the content where he was in the back the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> One of them did okay. But like the two first ones, like where you could like see him really clearly. TikTok yeah. was like, absolutely not. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool beans, guys. Cool beans. I'm actually thinking about returning him because, not gonna lie, guys, he is super heavy. Like, he is heavy. Like, I'm gonna get, like, a, I think I'm about getting, like, a Halloween one instead of, like, an educational one because he weighs, like, 20 pounds. Damn. So I'm just over here, like, I know. So I'm gonna, like, move him and he is so heavy. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. So I'm thinking about getting a cute little Halloween one. Um, Brian suggested a blow up doll. It looks well up <laughs> online. <laughs> Yeah, you should absolutely get a blow-up doll. That would go really great in the background for our content. <laughs> yeah, I think it would go over really well. I think TikTok would really <laughs> love it if it was instead of a skeleton, a blow-up doll. Like, I think that they would love that. Okay. So anyways, that's, a, that's the tangent. Sorry, everybody. All right. Oh, sorry. Woo! Woo! <laughs> they do make, like, gender neutral ones which are just like like a cutout like you know cookie okay. cutter style um i'd probably lean towards that to be honest but when i was looking it up a lot of amazon people were like it only lasts 40 minutes of airtime 
level what are they yeah like are there are there non-sexual blow-up dolls because i only know of the sexual kind okay because that's why that's why i laughed because i thought you meant a sexual blow-up doll but i had to type in specifically to amazon non-sex blow-up doll because i just wasn't (laughs) yeah there's no way i can be like hello welcome to this reiki session and then see if the low up sex doll like and i'm like i'm like touching on it could you imagine (laughs) like no you would get you would get the reputation as like the wild the wild freaky distance reiki practitioner i really would i really i don't you know what i like the rotation i have i'm actually different than a lot of them one of my clients told me this week was that She's never had a Reiki session, a distance Reiki session be recorded oh. and like where she can review it after. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. So I guess a lot of Reiki people don't record the session, but I have like a uh, a printout of like a body and then I have like chakras on the body. And then during the session, I use Riverside mm-hmm. and I record me doing it and I talk during it. And I have them lay down and I they mute themselves and everything like that. But I'm like, hey, like, this is for you. And I write notes during the session. And then I emailed in the session and the photo of their distance um, page. And they were, the client was like, I've never had anyone do this. Thank you for doing this. And I was like, you're paying $80 for me to do this. Like, I'm going to give you the recording, my yeah. guy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You've always been thorough like that. So if anyone wants distance Reiki... Please consider going to Sam's website, which is samrosereallist.com. And book a session. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There we go. Haley knows what I've been through with my website. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Back on track. This is is what happens. Clearly, this is the ADHD episode, as you guys can tell, because we are tangenting, going everywhere. All right. Focus. So. Picture this. Sicily. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Copycat. I wanted to steal. I wanted to steal a Haley's bit. Um, so I was diagnosed at the age of 13 by a really terrible psychiatrist. Terrible psychiatrist. Absolutely cannot stand her to this day. Wouldn't recommend her to my worst enemy. Um, Damn. But yeah, she's just like, she should have her license ruined. Um, just a really terrible doctor. Um, and not even from like she wasn't fat phobic or anything like that. Like just wow, a terrible, terrible doctor. Yeah, uh, in general, just not but good. She diagnosed just not good. Like mm-hmm. just not. She's one of those people that like before the public knew that drug reps were like a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't know if doctors still get a kickback or like what it is, but like she would just over prescribe medication to the point of even if she knew that her clients were in active addiction there would be no hey i can see that you're actively you know struggling right now let's try to find some alternatives let me get you some help like yeah any type of assistance it was just like no like let me just write the script for you that's horrible jesus christ terrible person yeah you can tell i'm a little like you know yeah for sure not doesn't actually care about her patients but i was diagnosed at 13 with adhd and some other um neurodivergent things 
which I will share at a later date, but it was, I'm comfortable sharing my ADHD experience and that's about it right now. So I got, of course, the classic, this was like, I was 13, so it was in the early 2000s and I relate 1990, I don't know math, uh, I was born in 1991, so you guys do the math, I'm not doing it for you. 2004. Okay, cool. 2004. Um, <laughs> thank, thank God the Virgo rankings on this. Um, <laughs> so I got put on Adderall, like immediately. Like mm-hmm. that's immediately what I was on. And I, it made me a zombie. Like it did not, really? it did not help. Yes. Same, it did the same thing to my mom, surprisingly. <laughs> so we didn't get like high off of it. Like it literally made us zombies. So, and then after that, it just kind of like spiraled because I had to have my gallbladder removed and then I went through all that and then it became like partying and everything like that. Um, So when it comes to how it impacts me, I wanted, I was like trying to think of like specific examples and I really couldn't because of how overwhelming the influence that it has over all aspects of my life are when it comes to my relationships when it comes to my work ethic when it comes to my partnership with my husband um it is so beautiful at fueling my other mental health disorders like it loves to just amp up depression um i'll get like i have pcos so that kind of tends to just amp up as well uh being like lethargic and stuff like that dealing with like chronic fatigue and everything um so really when i was thinking about and i was doing this outline i was like there's no part of my life that adhd doesn't impact Mm -hmm. some i feel i'm more aware of the impact than others i think through my healing journey i've been able to kind of realize okay what's adhd what's low self-esteem what's um other you know mental health issues you know where where do they fall into these boxes um i am currently not on medication because i'm doing the switcheroo and i can tell i'm not on medication you know what i mean like you for someone that was medicated went off of it went back on it because found a therapist that or a psychiatrist that actually listens to you and finds the right dose finds the right workaround for your brain it really helps it helped me a lot become a more present person mm-hmm. where when i'm not on medication it's a lot easier for me to go into an adhd spiral and just not be present in my life because i'm just being sweet like the weight of my adhd is so heavy right um when I'm not medicated. So it becomes like a thing where you're just like asking yourself like what what's the day going to be like today? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, and absolutely. I miss having you know, I miss having days where like you you're on the schedule, you, your medication's just like working, your brain's like we're loving this and you're like I know what tomorrow's going to be like because like I'm on I'm on my schedule, everything's good, the chemicals are just right, right? Um you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So how long has it been? How long has it been since you um, stopped taking medication? Have you been Over on it since? Okay, so you were on it like 
when we first became friends yeah okay i was i because i was seeing my therapist in atlanta at that time and then her and i we didn't have like a falling out it just like kind of came to like a point where like she couldn't i needed something different like talk therapy kind of like what you would do like talk therapy with her mm-hmm. it was only getting me so much she was also like 65 so and i think like age does impact their yeah. perspective and i needed someone that was a little bit younger not like 20 obviously but like somebody that could understand more where i was coming from and right. lived in the same kind of time zone that i did in a way yeah um she also had like she would do this thing where she would always talk about herself for like 30 minutes of the session it was really weird <laughs> and i didn't know at first i didn't know that like that wasn't normal yeah until i did like interviews with other ones and I was like, oh, how's your how's your day? And they're like, good. I'm like, oh, what's oh, going on in your life? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, I know all of my old therapists, like her kids' names, her grandchildren' names. Like I knew well, I know a lot. Of, I knew a lot about her. Like, oh my. Oh yeah, like when her kid was graduating, like all sorts of stuff. Like that's well, that's certainly interesting. Yeah. It really was. So I was like, maybe it's time to find somebody a little, little lower professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that when it comes to like a message that I wanted to like kind of share with everybody, um, I don't really have like any like big story. I think I think that the one thing that ADHD has like taught me is that because it is an invisible illness like i don't know if you would categorize it as illness to be honest but like i know that I that's con- like a thing like a disability i would say it's a yeah. disability so because it's invisible mm-hmm. like i feel like people tend to not take it seriously yeah you know oh for like, sure that was something that yeah and it's like when i say like hey like i can't do that the way you want me to do that because like my brain just will not allow it mm-hmm. it's like I get this like look yeah and it you know and it's like no like I like I my brain doesn't work the same way your brain works so I need to be done this way or I'm not mad at you like I love that tiktoker that like a lot of their content is around ADHD Mm -hmm. and like they talk about like the ADHD like rage of like when someone interrupts your hyper focus like that is one of the things I have so like when I'm hyper focused on something and like but my husband's really good about it, about understanding, like, he will, like, be silly goofing around, right? And he'll, like, close my laptop lid, just, like, playing around. Like, it actually bothers me. Yeah. Because, like, I'm doing something, even uh-huh. though, like, I was playing with you, like, 10 seconds earlier, but, like, now I'm, like, in it. Yeah. And it's, like, I'm, like, huh. So he takes it seriously, but I think that a lot of other people in my life, I had to be, like, hey, this is this is what you get with me. And if you can't, like, treat this as something that is real and is very impactful in my life, then, like, we can't have the type of relationship you want to have. Right. You know? I mean, exactly. Like, just because someone doesn't suffer from, like, ADHD or anxiety or depression, like, that doesn't make your experience any less real. Right. But I can understand, like, even 
even with something that's not a disability, like people who don't have anxiety, just they cannot understand. But yeah. I mean, the matter, like the point of it, like you try and you be empathetic and you don't right. just say like, oh, just don't worry about it or, oh, just try really hard and do the thing. Like it doesn't work that right. way. I I think for me, like if you love someone and they say like, hey, like I have this because you love them, you should research how to love someone that has that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like because I have ADHD, like I you know brian like would research like hey like how to be in a relationship with someone with adhd yeah right so like he would know like not to take something personal or not i was actually sharing with my coach um because good coaches have coaches so my coach kate let me get her at right quick oh my gosh i'm so sorry everybody i think it's visit sacred space well let's let me make sure yes okay my coach is Tate at Visit Sacred Space on Instagram. And they're also Reiki Master. They're just great all around. Awesome. Um, but I was in a session with her this week and I actually got a little bit emotional talking about you, which was weird. I know, don't cry. But <laughs> I I know who is hold on. Um, you are the first friend that has loved me so in a way that's like unconditional because you know that when I have my social battery burnouts, which I get, and if I'm going through something that's very difficult for me, I'm a retreater. I'm like a hurt dog. I just Mm -hmm. need to step away and like heal my wounds and I will return. It is not a reflection on you at all. You are the first friend that I've ever had that has been like, hey, I know you're going through this. I know it has nothing to do about me. Like, it's not a reflection of me. I love you. I will be here when you return. And that has been so impactful in my life. So impactful. You taught me that it's okay to just be myself and show up the way I can with the battery that I have in the moment. Like, Thank you for being so loving and accepting of me. You're so welcome. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> uncomfortable with the love. <laughs> you're welcome. I think it's interesting, like, you're not the first person that has said something like that to me, like, not verbatim necessarily, but, like, I was the first friend who, like, didn't judge them. Like, they could say, like, their deepest, darkest shit or, you know, be a total mess at periods of time. And I was just there. Sometimes I was a mess, too. But and there have been a lot of people that have said I've taught them how to, like, stand up for themselves, which is wild because I can talk. I can talk the talk, but it's hard for me to stand up for myself, too. So it's just. I don't know. I'm over. I'm overwhelmed with with how much like I impact you. Because like honestly, I feel like because of how I feel about myself, like I feel like I I just don't be doing anything. Like I'm just here. Half the time oh, I'm no. crying, and the other times I'm just like being pissy about something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes you are crying and sometimes you are pissy about things. Yeah, but other times you are loving me unconditionally 
Well, when always you... open to support me and be there for me. Give me amazing non-biased advice. So just a neutral as the situation comes advice. You are so inspirational with your body acceptance journey to the point where, you know, I wear shirts now with no sleeves because of you. I wear Hell pants yeah. that you can see my little my little belly because of you. Like very inspirational. Thank very you. inspirational. And I be I'm like out here doing mean comments back sometimes, a little snarky, a little <laughs> TikTok I made. That was Haley all over it. I loved it. I'm so proud of that. Yeah, so no, you bring the heat when it comes to a companion in this life. Bring in the spice, okay? Okay. I'm so okay. just like... <laughs> well, my, my ADHD experience, so... um. I wasn't diagnosed until last year when I was 30. Um, I am a former gifted kid. So like the gifted kid to like neurodivergent burnout adult pipeline is very real. And I feel like it's weird to think about like, look at my life in retrospect, knowing what I know now, because there's a lot of things like a lot of specific situations where I'm like, yeah, like I can see the ADHD in that regard, but other stuff, it's like, I don't even know. I don't even, I can't even completely conceptualize all the different ways that it's impacted my life because I just don't know. I feel like it's yeah. impossible, but um, I think that for a lot of my life, so obviously I was undiagnosed, obviously unmedicated, and I was a little goody two shoes like growing up. So I never tried, I never tried pills that were non-prescription or anything like that. Um, but I feel like I overclocked my myself, like overclocked my brain until I was probably like 26, 27. Because obviously, like I said, I was in the gifted program. My parents had really high expectations for me as far as academics. Um, like they wanted me to just do the best that I could. And honestly, for a while they wanted straight A's, but when I got into upper level math classes and upper level science classes, they were like, okay, clearly that's not tangible. So just do your best. <laughs> right, right, right. But it was weird because I was in, so I skipped a, I skipped half of kindergarten. So I was a year younger than my classmates. And I was in gifted classes on top of that. So I was doing like math and English work that was multiple grade levels above the grade I was in. But I still felt like I was the stupid gifted kid. Like in math, I felt like I was, math was really hard for me. Like it was hard for me to grasp the concepts. And in hindsight, like I didn't know how to study because of ADHD, but I never really... I never really had to until high school. And even then I kind of could just like flub it. But college was when the first time that I just like smacked into the wall because I needed to study and I had like no idea how I, I got a D in one of my art history classes. I happened to get mono at the same time, but like at the end of the semester, but I had to retake that in summer school and that was 
that was a big like ding to my ego because it was like I thought you know I'd gotten through academic shit before so easily and it just I feel like I do struggle with rejection sensitive dysphoria a lot and I take mm-hmm. I take like rejection or feeling like I'm incapable of something like that shit just it hits me so deeply and I feel like for a lot of those things I just like internalized it and I didn't let myself feel as bad as that stuff made me feel like it made me want to try harder and it eventually got to the point like I couldn't anymore right and it was right around the time when the pandemic started like I was in oh, I'm still in a high stress job but I had anxiety unmedicated anxiety unmedicated depression high stress job a global pandemic started and I was working from yeah. home by myself all the time because my husband still worked out of the home but having all of that and also like pandemic anxiety and state of the world anxiety because health and like doomsday shit has always been two things that have just absolutely set me it was like I just my brain and like my nervous system just like went kaput yeah like I I started struggling with executive dysfunction like being able to brush my teeth every day and take a shower regularly cleaning around the house like anything that like anything that was part of my routine beforehand when I was getting ready for work and like leaving the house it just just crashed and burned like it was hard for me to even feed myself regularly because I would I would skip meals I would get distracted and not eat for like 10 12 hours and this was this was obviously pre-weight loss surgery, but it was still not good for me. Didn't help. Right. Did not help my anxiety or anything at all. Um, but I started I started being open to the idea of ADHD because of TikTok. Ironically enough, I ended up on that side of TikTok and on autism TikTok. And I was like, wait a damn minute. Like, <laughs> this. At first, I was like, oh, there's no way. I would know if I had either of those things. But of course, because I liked a handful of videos, I just kept getting more and more and all these different experiences. And it was just like brain breaking. Like, fuck. Maybe I do have it. And I know. I know that I talked to I think I talked to you about one or both of them. But when I mentioned it to my husband, too, he was like yeah I yeah we we knew this because I was like I think I might have this but I was still at the phase like I didn't I didn't believe it myself you know like it felt like I was making it up and just being overly dramatic basically right but I was diagnosed um last like last spring um I was able thankfully able to get diagnosed through the same medical office that my primary care doctor is and I didn't have to go through a psychiatrist because around here the wait for a psychiatrist was like eight months and I had already I had already put it off long enough that I was like I don't know how much longer I can like keep doing my job at this rate because it was making everything impossible but it was probably like a three-month wait 
shittily enough, my husband got diagnosed around the same time and they got him in for testing after like four weeks. Like ahead of me. Oh my god, I was so mad. (laughs) The world is built for white cisgendered men, I'm telling you. They rolled out the red carpet for him. Absolutely. And the fucking thing is, like, whenever I went to my appointment, I had written up, like, two pages of potential symptoms, typed it up, yeah. printed it out, perfectly formatted, because my tism was, like, in my Virgo rise, it was just working overtime, because I was yeah. not going to be caught slipping. And did he do that? Did he write out a list of symptoms? No. Like bless his heart. It's not. It's not anything against him. It's not. It's not anything that I haven't teased him about already. But right. yeah. So, an ADHD power couple in this house. <laughs> but it's. It was hard. Like accepting the fact that I actually had it. Or, you know, maybe not accepting it because getting diagnosed it was like a relief. In the way yes. that it wasn't, I wasn't making it up, you know, Yes, that I had a professional evaluate me and say, yeah, you do have it. And I actually have um, a combo ADHD, like it's inattentive, mostly inattentive with a little bit of hyperactive because mm-hmm. from what I read and from what they told me, hyperactivity looks different in like young girls or young femmes and it wasn't me like bouncing off the walls and running around like a terror it was me picking the shit out of my cuticles which I still do jiggling my leg chewing my lip chewing the inside of my cheek picking at my skin like shit that I still do to this day and things that I grew up seeing my mom do all the time But it was, as much as it was a relief, it was also, like, I was mourning all the time that I wasn't diagnosed, you know? And and all the time that I didn't get medication or any sort of help. And I've had people tell me that were diagnosed when they were young, like, both men and women, that I really wouldn't have gotten much support anyway. But it just, you wonder what could have been if you knew. Yeah, and I, as someone that was diagnosed also when they were younger, like, mm-hmm. I took a test, sat down with a piece of paper, took a test. She said, yep, you got it. Here's medication. Damn. And that was it. There was no support. There was nothing. It was just like, this medica- you have to take this mm-hmm. medication or you're going to continue to draw flowers all over your test papers. Did that. Because um, that's how my mom was like. That was my mom was like, maybe. Literally, it was a teacher being like, hey, Sam is wonderful. Such a great talker in class. Wonderful social social skills. Um, can't finish a test to save her life. Bro. And I'm like, mm. yeah. Do you, and that you was know it. how many times I got in trouble in kindergarten for talking during nap time? Oh, absolutely. It's on my report cards. Yeah. It's on my report cards. Sam is great. Mm-hmm. Can't stop talking. I drew all over my tests. I drew all over the sides of my shoes. I drew on the knee of my jeans. Honestly, 
I'm putting things together now that you said that. I like jogged my memory. I feel like I started picking when I like I had drawn all over my jeans and my new shoes and my dad saw it. He got really upset with me. I got in trouble and then he saw my test or like my homework that had flowers drawn all over it. And it was just like he he cracked down kind of hard on me about it. And I didn't I didn't do it again. But now I'm like, shit, like that's when all of the picking and stuff kind of started because I didn't chew and stuff whenever I was really little. You know? Fuck. Yeah, people that draw eyes when they're growing up, like, go be tested. I hope that I hope one of my You spicy. I hope one of my friends from high school, well, she she's like my oldest friend. I hope that if she listens, she listens to this episode because that girl all she did was draw eyeballs and and turtles but eyeballs she was such a talented artist but good lord like the most realistic eyeball that you've ever seen drawn with a big pen nope yeah i need you to go get tested goodness um <laughs> but uh. yeah i am on medication i know i've mentioned it a lot of times uh i'm on five ands I picked it because it's approved for both binge eating disorder and ADHD because I got the two for one special. And I think that it has helped me an insane amount as far as like with binging and like my relationship with food. And I know I mentioned this a couple episodes back, just like it's nice to not think about food all the time. Like even when I wasn't hungry. Yes. It would like make me think I was hungry because I was thinking about food all the time. But it was just, I don't know if it was like a hyper focus or a preoccupation or what, but it was like I was always keeping the, my next snack or like what I wanted for dinner. That was always on my radar. And it was like mm -hmm. I wasn't even really fully enjoying my food either because I was just sucking it down and be like, okay, well, like what's next? The weirdest right. thing as far as food goes is like after I started antidepressants and after I started Vyvanse I realized that the like the dopamine that I got from my morning Starbucks was gone like before I would take that first sip and I'd be like oh my god yes <laughs> like it was a religious experience and then one day I sipped yes. it and I was just like yeah, it was pretty good and like that was it. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was wild. Right. Yeah, so insane. I think it's like I said. I'm pretty happy with my experience with five bands. Um, I wish that it made the executive dysfunction stuff a little easier. And I'd say for some things, it has like with chores. But it's it's like mm -hmm. I I needed that pressure and that strict routine of going into the office like if I don't shower and I don't brush my teeth I'm gonna stink yeah. and people are gonna think I'm the gross fat girl that's really awkward so I it was a lot easier for me to keep up on it but I work better and I'm more productive working from home so I will not be going back to the office full-time if I can avoid it and this is just where we are now <laughs> I think everybody should work from home if or, they mentally can yeah because it is isolated it is isolating, but for some positions, it's yeah. like, what are you guys doing? Like, why? why yeah. Why? There's, you know what I mean? For like, some, there's no need 
to work. There's no need to work in the office right. and there's some that it, there's no need to work from home. You know, it's it's very particular, but I do better. My mental health does better when I'm a hybrid. So like I go in mm-hmm. to the tattoo shop two days a week and I look forward to those two days. Like I I get to goof around like, yes, we work, but also like we're just a bunch of like <laughs> raccoons that are rabid like. It's literally just like a bunch of raccoons and I love it. And it's like we get to I get uh-huh. to have that socialization that I need. Um, but then on Sunday, it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like I'm at home. I'm home Sunday through Thursday. And I love that time. Thursdays are the days for me. The days we record, I always go out on Thursdays, uh-huh. do some shopping around, stuff like that do have something for me and then you know monday through wednesday i'm working for clients so i do better with hybrid because when i'm strictly when i was strictly like just a housewife and i wasn't having to work i was the most depressed i've ever been in my life and then when back to work full-time i was also super depressed and i was just a nightmare i was putting i tend to put everybody else above me and my relationships like I do too much for my bosses and it affects mm-hmm. my relationships it affects me so a hybrid schedule right works for me um and it helps having a partner that understands ADHD and understands like he's like put in mm-hmm. systems in place that work for us like we have designated days where we do designated chores I have this app on my phone called structured I'm obsessed with it. It helps me structure my day. And then like we, he keeps the house really clean because I'm a like recovering people pleaser. I want to keep the house really clean because I want to keep it clean for him. You know what I mean? So it worked out to where my brain was like, this is what it has to be. But then I'll open my laptop and I'll put on Sims. And then that's my hyperfocus for a month. I'm playing it for like 10 days a day, you know? (laughs) I play this. I still play The Sims every, almost every day, pretty much every day. Yeah, really. Every evening. I, I can't. I won't. It's. I think it's definitely more manageable than it used to be. But like when I first started playing, I would legit p- play for like eight, ten hours a day. That was just like yeah, no talk, only Sims. <laughs> Same. I have, to, I have to take breaks from it. I have to take breaks from it because I'm like I. I will be, and then I'll yeah. feel bad about myself, right? Because I, I wasn't productive. I didn't produce. Um, but my new thing is that now that I'm working at the shop um, two days a week, yeah, it's kind of like my full-time thing. So I'm not, I'm no longer putting like pressure on myself. I'm just kind of like enjoying the ride now of like being a coach and a Reiki healer and a tarot reader where before there was a lot of like yeah. pressure to perform. Um for like monetary gain and now I don't have that pressure so it's like oh it's so nice to make content and not worry about like yeah it's gonna go absolutely you know oh so much I've fun. honestly lately I've gotten a lot of value from your friend Kristen's her content around being seen online every post it's like damn like that I needed to hear that that absolutely hits because it's like yes I don't know for me I think it's not as much being scared to be seen i know that's like what her course is called um once something feels like a demand it is the hardest fucking thing for me to do like even stuff i enjoy like making content for the podcast 
and not even so much making it posting it figuring out what to write it's like I really try but there it's like it's like pulling teeth for myself to do I just now remembered that caption you wanted me to write just now in this moment <laughs> gone I completely forgot I asked you to do that gone. <laughs> and I went on I went gone, in and wrote, the cap- wrote more captions after I asked you that didn't remember it just like didn't no god no kristen um their her tag on instagram is kristen dot such um s-u-c-h everyone that is if you're listening to this and you're a content creator or a business owner or just someone that is scared to show up for yourself and be active in your life please check out her account check out her e-course which is scared to seen if I told her mm-hmm. I can't take it this round, but man, I will be taking it if, if she does it again, because I know I was with Kristen for seven yeah. days and she changed my life, like had a like a huge mm-hmm. impact on me. So I could I could only imagine being able to take her course. Um, so definitely everybody check that out and check her out. Follow her on Instagram. She is totally. Just- a criminal, I will, incredible yeah, person. I wanted general. to take that course too, but you know, I'm I'm broke. I'm bad with money, and I, I also know. like I didn't want to be that person that's like, can you split it up into like 87 payments? <laughs> just right, like that Same. just feels. I don't know. It's not. It's not that I'm like embarrassed to be like have budget issues or money issues or whatever it's not that it's like i don't want to be disrespectful to you know someone who is an entrepreneur and like i don't want to come off like i don't value it as i do i just like i treat myself too often so <laughs> same i know that yeah. she would obviously do payment plans for you um because she's just just who she is um but it would mm-hmm. the, it is worth it i i haven't even taken it i know it's worth it I just, I'm also like, I'm still paying off Costa Rica. Oh, I'm like, and I, I was that girly. Like I told, uh, like I met her Costa Rica and I told Lotha like, Hey, like, I don't know if I can go to Costa Rica because of the price tag. And Lotha's like, let's do a payment plan. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Like I was that girl. Like, I was like, what are the payment plans, my guy? And like, I just, I paid it off. I'm still paying off what I put on my credit card. I did pay them off finally. But like the, the mm-hmm. plane ticket, yeah, right, all that still two hundred dollars a month on my credit card, like installments, <laughs> probably for the rest of my life. Absolutely worth it. Worth it. But I also yeah. treat myself too much. <laughs> but I would love one day I'll take yeah. Kristen's class because I know I know it's bomb. I know it's bomb. All right. Yeah. Wow. That was just so, I feel like it was so anticlimactic, but like that's yeah. ADHD. Like that's what ADHD I mean, honestly, is. even the money stuff, ADHD, that is, we will get dope. We will find dopamine and serotonin wherever we can. Well, yes. And it, unfortunately, like I was so blessed the way I was raised. Like I will say that over and over again, like, yes, my mom is spicy. And she had her faults, but man, like mm-hmm. she did provide for us, okay? And But the thing that was installed in my brain at a very young age is like, we're having a me day. I go yep. and get a co- I literally did it today. I go and get a coffee and I go and shop. And the only thing that like, 
the only way that I'm able to do better than I was before is all my credit cards are mm-hmm. locked up. So I only have my debit card and I can only spend my cash assets. Nice. Um, yeah. Which hurts. But it's the only way that I cannot put myself further in debt. And I literally sat down two days ago and did a budget. And Brian and I have been married for six years. And I just now did a budget. Um, this man is like the budget king. Okay. Like, it's like a he whole knows. different, like it feels like he knows like Aramaic or something crazy, you know, like just big brain shit, big brain shit. He tried to sit down and teach me how to fill out a check register. I can't tell you how many times you think I can, you think I do a check register? I know how to do one no. and I don't even fill it out. <laughs> I don't. He has a budget, a plan, like, oh, beautiful, beautiful with money. Me? Living day to day, living on the edge. Living on the edge. Yep. Seriously. I mean, uh, I'm, I need to lock my credit cards up because I, uh, I got a little fucky wucky again. And no. See, you can't get fucky wucky. It's something that I talked to my therapist about this week. Um, just like diving into that. And she, she's just like, she's helping me realize so much stuff but like i i did not grow up wealthy like i would say solidly middle class my parents are very financially literate like they are little they're cute little savers they bought their house in cash in the 80s so like no mortgage payment just all these good fucking decisions and i would say that my mom did a lot of the heavy lifting on like the good financial decisions because my dad's like me. He's like, it's a, it's a Monday. I deserve a treat. And the treat is like a $5,000 guitar. (laughs) Yeah. But so my point with this is like growing up, I, it wasn't like the lap of luxury, but like anytime I needed something, anytime, you know, shit hit the fan, there was, there was money. You know, shit could get fixed. We didn't go without. And I think that has been a big part of my issues with money. Like ADHD aside, dopamine seeking aside, um, there's a little tidbit. I'll get to that. But it's like I didn't know how to make the transition when I was started paying for my own stuff. Like the, the concept of like, well, I need this, but I don't have the money yet. So I need to save for it. Never heard of her. Don't uh-huh. even know. I can only save for like specific yeah. things. And it's really, it's something yes. I really want to change, but it's really hard to. But yeah. something else that she said as far as like impulse purchases, like I was talking about how how expensive plus size clothes are. And it's like, I was, you know, yes. at first I, I got into credit card debt for like necessities and stuff. And I mentioned the clothes and she's, um, she was like, well, when you were buying these clothes, did you like, were you happy with them? Were they the kind of clothes that you wanted to wear? And I was like, not particularly, not really. Like, it wasn't that I bought clothes that I hated, but it was like, you know, it fits. It's torrid, you know, like I hate paying $80 for a pair of jeans, but at least they fit. And because like that wasn't even satisfactory to my, to my dopamine center like I wanted to go out and buy more like I impulsively bought makeup 
you know, I would buy accessories, you know, even the things that were supposed to be giving me dopamine weren't. So it's just, sorry to uh, tangent a little too much. We're ladies and tangents tonight, but we are. But no, I can relate so heavy on the clothes because that's been like my number one, like I will I will spend $300 mm-hmm. to $500 on clothes. And what I've done, I, I started my Poshmark closet, I want to say in 2020. And it's helped me like cycle through my clothes because I changed I changed my mm-hmm. vibe so much like as I was a person so when I you know lost weight I got certain clothes and then when I gained weight right I can't fit those clothes anymore so instead of throwing them away or keeping them forever I will put them on Poshmark for like literally ten dollars nice because even though it's torrid I it, yeah like I right. think that it should be affordable is it's you you know like and it's it's just torrid so that's helped me like cycle through my clothes is starting my Poshmark um and I've had that since 2020 and I love it like get free boxes for the post I have so my my shop is on vacation right now but next week one of my goals is to open it back up and take okay and put some clothes on there that I just have not if I so I have this rule that if I haven't worn it in 30 days I don't love it I don't love it because I was the same way as you. Like I, I would mm-hmm. get clothes that just fit me. Yeah, I didn't really love. And so if I don't return it, and with it, so I used to never return clothes. Now I do return clothes because I, I'll get it because it fits me. And then I'm like, no, like I don't want this. Yeah, and then I'll go return it. Um, but then if I wear it and I don't like the way it feels on me, or like I have a different job now, like at the tattoo shop we we're like actively working like we have mm-hmm. to take out trash and stuff like there's bio that, like, can't touch your skin so i get now why they wear like big t-shirts right. and like biker shorts right well i'm a size there is it is so difficult to find an oh oversized t-shirt i know for someone my size to the point to the point your girl was up till like 2 a.m last night designing her own freaking oversized shirts and I'm gonna yes I so I designed these shirts I got these designs from the British Library that okay. are free to use royalty free downloaded my favorite ones put them on Printify and I ordered samples for miss myself and if I love them I'll put them on my Etsy or whatever but yeah because like I want an oversized shirt I want it to be 6XL and I deserve a really cute absolutely 6XL shirt not a stupid plain one with a stupid saying. I wanted to be cute. I wanted to have a fairy stuck in a spider web because that's a vibe. So I like I got, that. I'm you yeah. are. You see a need and you're meeting your own need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I, I can relate to the clothes thing. So yeah, absolutely. So that was our <laughs> PhD experience. This episode has been such a great example of ADHD, even though we have an outline. I did not put um, any effort into the outline. I real, real quick, I'm going to read my three bullet points, which if you guys remember, my intentional weight loss outline was like three pages long. But here we go. Deeply ironic that I remembered the outline at 7.01 p.m. LOL. Diagnosed at 30. 
raw dogged life prior to this. Not fun. And that's it. That's all we have. <laughs> she improv tonight. Improv, improv, improv. And that was that's that's it for this episode. We're done. Share your ADHD experience or your neurodivergent experiences with us Hell in yeah. the YouTube comments. Um, we'll so if you're listening to this on Spotify, I will do a poll of like, do you have ADHD? Um, and then a Q&A where you can just share your ADHD experience with the viewers, uh, listeners, if you would like. Before we close, I do just want to make a statement. If you are someone that struggles with neurodivergency and you are scared of getting on medication because of TikTok, and the narrative of big mm-hmm. pharma going on right now. I want you to know that sometimes diet and lifestyle, just lifestyle in general, isn't enough. Yes. And that is okay. It is okay to experiment with medication with a medical professional and find what works to you for you. There's no shame around needing medication for you to live a healthy yes. life. Absolutely. Okay. We love you. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, yep. Threads. So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Threads at Plus Size Section. On TikTok at the Plus Size Section. We tried. Not not fast enough, apparently. But if you want to send us some stuff, if you want to send us some cute little stories, some Reddit links, or even some hate, you can email us at the plus size section at gmail.com. But we'd also appreciate some ratings and reviews. I have listened to 100 episodes of The Judges, and I'm getting into this like send off shit. So if you could do a little rating and review, we would love that. We can't pay you, but we can send you love. <laughs> we can. We can blow you to my car. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Bye, guys.